0: Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are
1: communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Hello,
0: and welcome to another exciting episode of the His Call Technology Podcast. This is Chuck. I'm really excited to have Jim Sevier in the recording studio with me today hey chuck hey jim glad you're here yeah i love being here when we started this podcast last year it has been quite a learning experience for me this is not something that i had any experience with all this av stuff and recording is not something i've done in the past one of the things that surprised me the most and the most challenging thing for me that was unexpected is getting guests that are willing to record the
1: podcast. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I guess I guess that would be true, too, because you're a little self-conscious talking, you know, microphone to microphone here. It gets a little intimidating at times. Evidently, it's a little intimidating. <laughs> it's I, uh, better than video, though. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. Because I could have a bad hair day, and it doesn't really matter what I'm saying. Well, I, I don't have much of a hair <laughs> uh, day. And I, and I got more <laughs> of it than I need, but... <laughs>
0: Initially, I thought, hey, you know, we've got vendors coming in here regularly. They're coming in to tell us about their products and news and what's new and what's happening with their companies and stuff. And I thought, hey, we'll just open up another channel, have that conversation on a podcast, and, you know, it'll be easy to get content not everybody's willing to sit down and have the conversation on the mic though it's good yeah. in the conference room around the table but yeah. well, not we in front were talking of the mic.
1: earlier we were talking earlier I mean it's it is not easy to it well it is actually easy to, to record a podcast it's really kind of difficult to edit the podcast it, all that work all that after work you don't really think of when you're doing this recording for but, sure but with people once you put them in front of a mic it, it's almost like everyone just kind of freezes up. Well, I had originally planned to record a podcast with Gary Luffman today.
0: Uh, due to business demands, he had to cancel. Fortunately for me, you were in the office. Yeah. And, and we said, man, it would be really good if we get Jim. So when I came to you, you didn't even hesitate. You said, yeah, let's do that. That'd be That'd be good. So I yeah. appreciate you jumping on it. Jim, you've become an important part of our business and what you do and uh-huh. helping his call be, mm-hmm. a, be a, a better company. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your company and what it is you do.
1: Okay. So I actually have been coming out of here working with you guys for, I think, the last 15 years, 14 years, maybe, in various roles. I was with the manufacturers who support you in the field, talking with the technology and how to help customers. You know either save money or reduce risk or grow their revenues all that good stuff that was i was in that role originally today and for the last 10 years i've had my own consulting practice and i have been actually working with resellers and working with entrepreneurs and working with students trying to get from college to career and and i've been basically taking the knowledge that that we together when i'm and i'm looking at his call myself all the other businesses that i worked with you know everything is kinda similar in nature when you want to move from one technology to the next it's almost like going from one career to the next and and if you're trying to get from college to to a business and you're trying to integrate something into your business that never existed before those situations are very similar and so my consulting practice today is called the coachable That's all I'm really doing is I'm taking all the information and all the knowledge that has been accumulated, not only working with with you guys, just loving the time and learning from the value that you guys have always been delivering to the marketplace with what you do and being able to apply that and turn it to something else that can help college students make the first jump into business or helping career professionals pivot their careers or help develop a call center which is actually why I'm here this this week right. is help uh, build out a call center for you guys so it's like uh, what do you do Jim well basically I'm a coach but I'm taking 30 plus years of experience working with great companies like yourself and, and just taking what I've learned and try to apply it to other parts of professional careers and entrepreneurship and starting a side hustle and all the other kinds of stuff that that we do so your your background is in technology Yes. Predominantly originally when my business started off, I was consulting for all the technology resellers through the manufacturers that I've worked for over the years. So most of my clients started out as technology resellers. Eventually, as that, those relationships continue to develop, I started looking for more opportunities outside of technology. Mm -hmm. And so I started making connections between what it is I knew in technology and running a technology business and helping customers adopt technology. And I looked at the core underlying capabilities there and I found that they applied very simply to other aspects of your professional career, your college career, wanting to be an entrepreneur, there's a lot of things that you guys have learned for, I think 24 years you've been in business. Has it been that long? I yeah. think it's been pretty, I think it's, it's like 20, 20,
0: 25, 25. Look at yeah. there.
1: I think that, and we're gonna t- hopefully talk about this topic here, th- a topic that I wrote about on my link, in my LinkedIn profile, right? that talked about something that I learned while talking to a customer trying to make a decision as to which way to go. And I found that it was, I think it was worthy to talk about it because I think it applies to pretty much everything that we do. I've uh, enjoyed working with you guys. I have a really nice practice right now. I get to live in in the Upstate of South Carolina. Um, spend a lot more time at home. Right. <laughs> Actually, get, I enjoy cooking as a as a as a hobby, and now it's a passion of mine. So yeah, yeah. So what's your favorite thing to cook? Breakfast. Oh, I love. Uh, I'm breakfast. sorry. I, yep. <laughs> I I talk about fine dining all the time, yep. but I always I always love making a great breakfast. Yes. My dad. I grew up. My dad was was the breakfast cook. And, right. and on so, Saturday and Sunday morning. So, oh,
0: very nice. Yeah. That is very nice. Uh, that's Saturday morning's my thing. That's what I'm gonna be doing on Saturday uh, morning if I'm, I'm me,
1: yeah. I got a great recipe for making French toast. I'll tell you right okay. now. I can throw it at you and yeah, you can go from it. there.
0: Do it. It's an interesting idea. You mentioned that. Changing technologies introducing new technologies is like changing careers. Yeah Um, Talk a little bit more about that um, because You know part of what we had planned to talk about on the podcast with Gary today is how his call has evolved and introduced The new technologies over the years and added different Vendors and right, you know things to the portfolio the company's really grown that away right, so
1: all right. Well, then, then it's it's absolutely topic appropriate because when you add a technology to your business, you have a tendency to to create processes around the technology. Right. Mm-hmm. The technology is static, albeit it does you know have updates to it and stuff like that. But just say telephony as an example, telephones as an example. You put in a telephone system and you build the processes around what that telephone can do. Eventually. The, the technology will evolve to such a point that the system can actually help you alter your processes so that you can be more efficient, but you're not thinking that way. You're thinking, I've got a phone and I use it to do this. I've always used it to do this. And how can we how can we take what we know to be and think about something we can't even imagine what that world looks like? And so that that whole process of going from going from one career to the next, is a leap of faith, mm. first of all, right? right. But it's there's a desire to want to be better, and that's what technology, and that's what the growth of technology is. If you've got something in your system today, servers, phones, computers, and you've had them for 10 years, I guarantee you've built your business around what they can do, not keeping up with what can be done with something new. That applies to both career pivoting and it it applies directly to how businesses operate. Sure.
0: You know, it's interesting that this topic comes up on the podcast today. Earlier this morning, Avaya was in talking to our sales team. We've had lots of vendors in the sales meetings in the past couple of days. Uh, Steve Durney uh, presented to the sales team this morning. And as part of his presentation, he put up a slide with Steve Jobs on it. And when a quote of his, and I, I don't remember the quote exactly, but the, the gist of it was that you have to understand your customer experience or your your employee experience. You need to understand the experience and back into the technology rather than developing the technology and trying to bring people to that and mold them into that. It's right. That's it, kind of what you're talking about. That's right exactly now. what I'm
1: talking yeah. about. But, I mean, when you look at this... You know, if, you, if you're a business owner listening to this right now, if you're a business owner listening to this, trying to figure out, you know, how to take advantage of maybe some new technologies that are coming up. Maybe some vendors and resellers have been coming to you and talking to you about that. It's not just the movement to the technology that's important. It's whether or not the person that you're speaking with, the reseller, the partner, whomever, do they have that experience to know what nirvana looks like when mm. you get there? Because, yeah, you're going to be backing people. You're going to be backing into this uh, with the employees, with your internal processes. It's not just about putting something new in. Because basically what you'll do then is you'll just put something new in and you'll just be treating it just like the old stuff, right? That's right. that's the, the trap that we set ourselves up for when we just put technology in because we think that the technology is somehow going to make our business better. That's actually... I have a. I actually have a quote, um, and I hate to say this, but the, I think I'm the one that made this quote. So I'm I'm going to be com- I'm going to be completely pompous and just come right out and say this belongs to me. Even if it didn't, I've said it enough that I think I can actually take credit for it. There you go. But technology doesn't make things better. It only amplifies what is currently happening. Say that again. All right. So technology, by itself, cannot make you more productive what it can do is amplify whatever it is that's going on in your environment. If your process is broken, putting in new technology doesn't solve it. Mm-hmm. It only amplifies it and shows off how broken the process is. Right. So, yeah, so it's, it's one thing to say, okay, hey, we need to put in new computers or we need to put in new telephones or new networking or new whatever. But if your system isn't, or if your processes aren't working, if the people aren't communicating, and you're not working with a partner that can show you how to migrate, how people use the technology, then it's only going to basically make it even louder and mm-hmm. more obvious that mm-hmm. things are broken. Does that make sense?
0: It does. It definitely makes sense, and and it highlights the need to have a good partner that can Perfect. identify, that can help you through the transition.
1: Yeah, that it's been there and seen other companies go through that. I mean, that to me, whenever I'm looking at buying anything, I'm looking not just for a partner who can give me the best price. Anybody can just knock down the price and sell me something cheap. I need to know because I don't know what life is going to be like with a new MacBook, with a new iPhone, with a new set of microphones. I'm not going to know what that world's like until I get into it. So Mm -hmm. I want somebody to tell me, hey, This is what I got when I did this for these guys or that these guys, this is what they got from it when we did it for them. And these, these were, this is what they had to go through to get the full maximum potential out of their investment. That's actually the best question you can ask anybody when you're partnering with them. And I think that's obviously the value that I've always been connected to that his call has been delivering for as long as that I've been in, you know, working with you guys.
0: Right. Well, I appreciate that. I, it's one of the things I enjoy about working at His Call is, you know, we, we don't expect that everybody is going to be a His Call customer. Right. Some some people um, just don't appreciate the value, the expertise, and maybe sometimes a premium that comes with that. You know, you can find stuff out on the Internet at a lower cost or whatever but then you bring your own challenges that way, right? Well,
1: I mean, my wife uh, is in the motion picture and television industry, and she always, she always <laughs> says that uh, in her line of work, you can't make a good movie out of a bad script, right? And if you don't have a good script, if you don't already know all the right things to say and all the right things to do, mm. you're never gonna make anything good out of it, right? And And in cooking, it's like, if you want to make a souffle, you've got to follow the rules. You've got to know what it's like. You got to go through, and, and and you're going to make mistakes over time. But you're going to learn from them, and then eventually you're just going to keep making this amazing souffle over and over and over again. Which means I got to work with somebody, and that is a cost that you can't just say I, I want souffle and I want to, I want to spend 20 cents on it because that's all the ingredients cost to put into it because it takes a fair amount of expertise to understand how to do one Mm -hmm. and how to create one and how to present it and how to do all that. And that comes at a cost. So, Hey, I don't mind spending $12 on a souffle, even though all the ingredients are really less than a few pennies. Right. So, but that's the value that, that resellers of the caliber that you are, that's the value that you bring is it's not just the tech it's about realizing how to take that tech and integrate it into that company's business so that they can get the full potential of their investment. I mean that's why you have the customers that you have today and you've got a you've right. got a full bevy of some really nice customers.
0: We we do have some nice customers and customers that have been with us a uh, you know, some longevity there. Uh, that says that, a lot about that you. That says a lot.
1: Sometimes there's this mentality that I can build it in inside. I can build it in house right that i can do it that i can that i can just go out and i can buy the pieces and i can bring it home and i can put it together and it's going to work as advertised and i'm going to be getting more value from it because i can make it rather than buying or paying more for it mm-hmm. right so the make versus buy scenario yeah right so if if you've got if you if you want to there's plenty of places you can go on amazon and buy a telephone switch you can go on amazon and buy routers and and everything like that but the expertise and like a fine meal I mean, you're paying for the chef, not right. the ingredients. If you want to go to a restaurant that just basically cracks eggs, throws it on a plate, delivers it to you with no effort whatsoever, and then you're just paying for the, the ingredients. But mm-hmm. you're also paying to go to a place that has plates that you don't have to wash. And right. it's got people serving you, which you don't have to do, and people making food for you. And those things cost. those 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 very subtle things, when you look at make versus buy – make versus partner. When you get to that partnership, what that really means, it's that expertise. That's really the value that you're delivering because Mm. anyone can buy a switch. Anyone can go online and buy a phone, buy a computer, but putting it all together, that's what the partner is there for. And you get a good partner, they're worth every, every penny.
0: That's right. A good partner understands your business, Yep. is integrated, is helping you make decisions in technology business processes as it relates to technology those kinda things it's not just a
1: purchasing relationship I would argue yes and then I would argue that you guys could also because you guys have you guys have a warehouse here that's right. if anybody else has a warehouse I believe you could show them how to run a warehouse so it's not just about the tech you have but it's about it's about how you run your business you run your business very efficiently uh, you've got trucks, anybody that has a fleet of automobiles, managing it, tracking it, making sure that they're being used properly, all that stuff. You guys have all those processes. So, yeah, you know what? You guys are in the technology industry, and you can definitely help them with that. But I think one of the things that I like about you it's not really just about the tech. You guys really get into what it is that company's problems are and what they're trying to solve. And its it might be that they're trying to solve a problem with phones. But it might be that the process is broken about how you want to try to use that phone. And you guys will get into that. You guys, from a sales perspective and from an engineering perspective, that's the kind of value that you've always brought to the marketplace. Something that I've always, I've always thought very highly of. Yeah, when talking well, I about appreciate you guys.
0: that. You know, that's the part of my job that I most enjoy is being with the customer and understanding how they want to do business differently. I'm not into just sort of a transactional t- kind of position where customer calls and says, I want to add these things and I just put a design
1: together and send it to the account consultant. Some relationships are defined by transaction. However, for the true value to come through, you need to have an exchange of expertise. Because again, if you give me all the parts to a BMW X5 right now and put them in my front yard, it may take me 20 years to put it together, but I might be able to put it together. But it's going to take me a lot longer. It's going to cost me a lot more money, right? and I'm not going to get everything just right. Now, if I go and I buy a truck, it's going to cost a lot of money. But what's the alternative? I can get a lower cost truck that isn't going to last as long, right? Right. Or I can partner with somebody, get a great value on a great product that has great service, great maintenance, that is managed by people that care about what it's going to be 5, 10, 15 years from now. Again, that's what I like about you guys.
0: That's good stuff. Jim, thank you very much. We appreciate your partnership ah, with his call. You're welcome. And uh, coaching us along the way. Jim is an active influencer on social media. Connect with him on LinkedIn. Also, if you want to see more, there's actually a video. We talked about the video. There's a TEDx talk recorded in Greenville on uh, bridging the digital divide. It's an
1: interesting talk. Ah, thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate it.
0: As we wrap up today, Jim, any final thoughts or anything you want to say before we go?
1: Uh, well, one every time I come out here, you guys are always putting a spread out That's there right. in the in the in the in the employee lounge, and I don't know who does your food, but she is that company is amazing. So I always love being fed because you guys are doing a. I'm a big foodie, and you guys are covering that face big time. So you, even if we're not doing business, I'm probably going to show up and That's ask for it. Come on, anytime, anytime.
0: <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much for having me. We appreciate you being here. And I want to thank each of you for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time to download and spend some time with us uh, listening to the HisCall Technology podcast. It would mean the world to me if you would take just a few minutes to uh, rate us in your favorite podcast app or uh, leave some positive comments. It does help other users find the podcast and increase our uh, downloads, and that's very much appreciated. So as we wrap up today... I'll leave you with these encouraging words. Don't be afraid, only believe. Thanks for
1: taking the time to listen to the HisCall Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about HisCall solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.